0: What a disappointing way to start off our week with a five-game Western Conference road trip in overtime with a loss. That is not how we want to start the week. That is not how we want to set the tone for this road trip. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Dylan Dubé. We're going to talk about Elias Lynn Holmes' net front presence on the power play. And we're going to look at an overview of this week's games here on Locked on Flames. You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Happy Monday, and thank you so much for joining me today. Well, I'm Jess Balmasto, first of all. Hi. Hello. Um, we have a lot to talk about. That game against the Blackhawks was just inexcusably bad. Except the power play. We will, we will thank the Chicago Blackhawks for making our power play look competent. But before we dive into all of our greatness and awfulness, the good, the bad, the ugly here, please make sure that you're subscribed to Lockdown Flames wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on YouTube as well. Three ninety nine, 99 and I'm trying out a new production schedule this week. So I hope that uh, you guys like it and you can give me a little bit of feedback if it works for you and, you know, you kind of like the consistency a little bit more with the timing and whatnot. So let's just make sure those notifications are on as well. You download the show, you leave a five star review rating and you leave a nice little comment down below. But, th- 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 therapeutically before we jump into this, because it's a little rough to start. What an awful way to start the week, too, right? You're like, ooh, it's a 5 o'clock game night, 7 o'clock on the East Coast, 6 o'clock if you're in the Central time zone, and, you know, you're just, you're hanging out. What a great way to wrap up the weekend, right? Should be an easy two points for the Flames, and unfortunately, it was not. The Flames, my New Year's resolution for them was to work on holding a lead. Okay. You know what they didn't do this game? They didn't do a very good job of holding a lead. They struggled big time. It was a very sloppy first period overall. I don't think that it could have been worse. If I'm being entirely honest. they I think they went in, went into this game underestimating their opponents. And they allowed two goals. Now, the first two goals were actually... Uh, NHL firsts, I believe, for <laughs> both of the players. So that's that's pretty cool. I uh, happy to do some charity work, you know, whatever. But the one bright spot here was the Flames' power play. You know, they took that penalty, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be a disaster. They're going to go up like three nothing, right? Three one." And no, surprisingly, Elias Lindholm. Parks himself near the net, right on the corner, and he ends up getting a rebound. I believe it was Toffoli, I want to say. I think it was or Huberto that had uh, a really strong rebound that just really landed where Lindholm was. And he was able to pot, pot the puck. And it was just nice to see the power play work efficiently. But also to have someone near the net. How many times have I been yelling about this? They just need to put someone there. And hopefully this is, you know, a sign for things moving forward because I don't know what we're gonna do if if it doesn't continue. Or if it does continue spiraling. Because it, it it's bad. It, it's not fun. And like we've all said on Twitter, only the Chicago Blackhawks can make the Flames power play. Look that good because the sharks didn't even make it look that good. Okay, that that's when you know. But it it was it was a tough night for Jacob Markstrom. It was a very tough night. I think that uh you know four four starts four straight starts is a lot for him. And right now we know that his um max is about three starts. So uh, you just you gotta just roll with the punches with this one. It happens, goalies are weird Nick and I have talked about it that you can't really predict goalies (laughs) in their stats so for Jacob Markstrom to have an off night like it shouldn't have been that surprising but Dan Vladar came in and had a huge night uh to save Markstrom and redeem Markstrom from his three goals and 11 shots but unfortunately 60 minutes of hockey did not do it you know Flames had goals from Huberto And then Kadri with the equalizer. And then Dylan Dubé put the Flames in another tough spot. But, 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 but. So Dylan Dubé ended up having a really uh, crummy incident on the ice tonight where he was boarding a Chicago Blackhawks player and could potentially cost him a suspension, could get him a game or two. But, uh, you know, you don't, number one, you don't leave your feet when you're going for a hit. And Dubé quite literally, like, jumped. Thankfully, the guy wasn't uh, in a super dangerous position where he could have gotten severely hurt. I think the player was able to duck out of the way a little bit. But Dube there, he was headhunting there because there was no other spot for him to hit other than the guy's head. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, the player is kind of facing the glass and, you know, kind of like, leap and like go for shoulder contact or anything like that so you know I don't think Dube would be able to make a strong case there I wouldn't be surprised if he does get a one game suspension and you see uh Pelletier slide into the lineup I mean hey it happens that's how some guys just get their break into the NHL but you know I want I don't want Dylan Dube's progress to be overlooked because of this suspension a uh, potential suspension or a fine or you know that one play he has been playing very well and I thought that him and Max Domi were gonna go at it tonight but they didn't our uh, refs wouldn't let them fight and that could that could be a very good thing because I don't know how Dubé is as a fighter and Max Domi is not the guy you want to have your first fight against but yeah, you know, Kadri. Uh, props to him. That's what you sign him for to to have those clutch goals, to have those important goals. And two points is two points, regardless of who it's against, if it's your division or not. Uh, only getting one point still puts them above the Oilers in the race for the wild card spot, and they're just kind of in the middle of the pack with the rest of the Western Conference. So. We're going to have to see where the rest of this week goes. These teams that they're playing, St. Louis, the Stars, and the Predators are all kind of in that mix as well. I'm really looking forward to playing Dallas. I think that'll be so much fun. uh, Playoff rematch with a very different roster. (laughs) But coming up next, I am going to take you through a preview, an overview of the Blues and how they are just devastated with their injuries, and, you know, the Flames have been very lucky about that, but the Flames are playing two games in a row against the Blues, so, you know, we're gonna have to talk about it, but first, uh, today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, and our next partner has a product that I use literally every day, and it has helped with my energy, my stomach, and it is just such an easy way to get your vitamins and minerals and everything that you want uh, to pack that punch for your immune system uh, in one scoop. All you have to do is take a scoop, put it in your glass of water in the morning, mix it up, and you're you're drinking like a tropically flavored water. It's great. Uh, Athletic Greens is. Less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's less expensive than your cold brew habit. Um, uh, There's no GMOs. There's no nasty chemicals or anything artificial. And it's still tasting good. I think that a lot of people are really focusing on their gut health and just packing more good things into their day and do it with one easy step. purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and to pick up ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you all for following along here at Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto and I'm happy to serve as your host. And, uh, you know, make sure you're following me on Twitter for all your game day updates and just live tweets and random thoughts throughout the day. And, all right. So the the Flames played two games like, in a row against the Sharks and that's kind of, that's what they're doing with the Blues as well. Uh, the Blues, even though the Blues have like this slew of injuries going on, I the Blues aren't going to make it easy to win. And if this team puts on the performance that they put on tonight uh, against the Blues, I think it's going to be an abysmal game. Um, You know, some of the big names are out for the Blues. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Tori Krug, Nick Letty, all suffering from pretty significant injuries and are out long term right now the blues are 19 18 and 3 they are sixth in the division and they're again they're just one another western conference team that is just there they're just there as f- last time i checked um <laughs> they just crushed the wild uh 3 or f- 3 to nothing and I always love when they play each other because they have this fun rivalry and I think it's great. But there are some big names, again, missing for St. Louis. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be a cakewalk. Jordan Cairo leads the team with 19 goals and Buchnevich has 13 and Saad has 12. So you're not going to be getting... You know, something that's like super productive, super, super, super productive, like the Oilers. But you're still going to have to battle and like really make sure that you're limiting their scoring chances. Otherwise, they will walk all over you the way that they walked all over the Wild last night. I'm sure if you go listen to Locked On Wild or Locked On Blues, you'll hear all about it. And if Markstrom's starting, he cannot play the way that he played tonight against Sunday night against Chicago. I think that it is just too much of a risk and a liability to have him out there. um, You know, see how he looks in practice and figure out if it should be him or Vladar starting. Does he need a little rest? And based on Vladar's performance against Chicago, I say you start him. He was tracking the puck. He was like a cat with a little laser pointer. He looked fantastic he had some wild saves he had this save against uh a Ma- from max domi that he would just knew it was coming he it was like of his peripheral and he was just tracking so fantastic and it's something that i think is that kind of plays more into his strengths right now and it's not necessarily markstrom's strongest point and that's okay, because guess what? That's going to happen, and that's why you have two goalies, okay? I can only imagine how heavy it is for, you know, and how stressful it is to carry that kind of workload. And speaking of goalies, oh, boy. Uh, Thomas Grice just got the shutout, obviously, against Minnesota, and I, <laughs> I, I don't know what... The goaltending situation is truly like in St. Louis. I just know that Jordan Bennington is absolute garbage with an 892 save percentage and a 327 goals against. Um, what a fall from grace he's had. What a fall from grace. Like he had that great Stanley Cup run, and that was it. And I knew they invested so much money in him just for him to stink. So, you know, I think it'll be, you know, Grace starting. I think that, honestly, both of these goaltenders are just, like, god-awful human beings. But uh, hopefully the Flames will be able to figure something out and get in front of the uh, defense. The Blues are missing half of their typical top-four defense um, with Letty and Krug being out. So I'm interested to see how they adjust in these two games and you know Tarasenko being out is a a blessing but then this also leads me to wonder is he going to walk in free agency because he's had so many health issues with the blues and he's claimed mismanagement and whatnot but anyways that's another rabbit hole I would listen to locked on NHL or locked on Blues for that one. But, you know, I want to see the Flames go out there and do what they do best. <laughs> play hockey. They, they <laughs> Kill those penalties. Uh, no, but no, seriously, I want to see them go out there and just, I don't even want to say walk all over the Blues because they're not going to be able to do that. I want to see them go out there and play a full, strong 60 minutes of hockey. That's it. That's all I'm asking for because I think the first game like they're kind of lucky here in terms of being able to play the two games because Monday or Tuesday rather you can pick out the the bad what they're doing wrong and kind of, you know, say okay, these are their weaknesses. This is where we can capitalize on that and really Bunch it together into a stronger sixty minutes of hockey on uh, the following game in the following game. So, I mean, it really does depend on who's starting for both teams. But I know that the Flames defense is going to have to go out there and and defend like strongly. I think that they've gotten very good. In terms of their positioning and and transitioning, uh, they had a really ugly line change that led to a goal. So hopefully they don't do that again. I'm very tired of bad line changes, uh, determining outcomes of games. If you know, you know. Uh, St. Louis will absolutely take advantage of a line change. So, you know, maybe we just, again, stick to the fundamentals and Again, I want to see Lindholm more in front of the net on the power play like that. Or at least someone who is going to not be afraid to, you know, do something while they're there and not just stand there. But coming up next, I thought that we would do a little five game road trip overview and talk all about, you know, Playing the middle of the pack and <laughs> opponents that you match up well against. And before we dive right into that, though, I do want to take a minute to talk about our friends at Bet Online. And Bet Online is your number one source for all of your sports betting, info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest trends and odds for every professional and amateur league. It is NFL football time. It is time to place your bets on Super Bowl favorites. Don't do anything for the Cowboys because they are probably not going to beat Tampa next week after their performance this week. And Bet Online has you covered from A to Z. They're the fastest and easiest way to get into sports betting, and the information is readily available at your fingertips on their website or on your mobile device. Bet Online, where the game starts. I really think that this is like a true test for the Flames, because these are all teams that you could play in the playoffs, minus Chicago. But, you know, you have these two games against uh, St. Louis, which I just talked about, right? And you want to be snagging all of these points, very similar to the Pacific Division run that they had before uh, Christmas there, it was all about taking the points because it's more than just okay. This is gonna just go to like an Eastern Conference team where the standings don't matter. They do here because teams are in wild card spots. They these two points could put a team in wild card spots or push them into you know a top two position. Uh, the Stars in Nashville. The stars have been red hot this season they have been very lucky. I I remember saying that they would end up progressing because it just that's just the pattern that they've fallen into. and this I'm just looking it up right now and the stars just beat the panthers. oh my goodness, five to one. Jason Robertson scored twice, and the Dallas Stars defeated the Panthers 5-1 to at American Airlines Center. That is nuts. 5-1 to one against the Panthers. But, you know, I think that, again, that's another very scary thing for the Stars is their offense, because it's not just one player scoring. They do have solid depth scoring. They have their defensemen scoring. You know what? I'm sure Ottinger... He would score a goal, too, if he could. And I wouldn't put it past him. (laughs) But, personally, uh, I'm really looking forward to the energy of, like, a playoff matchup. Because, that you know, that's the last time these two teams saw each other. And how exciting is that? Because such a different team for the Flames. And I'm just wondering if, you know, Ottinger's going to start. If he... um, (sighs) if <sighs> he gives into the Flames of voodoo this time. With Nashville, I think that it is very much something that you you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting from Nashville the same way you don't know what you're getting from the Flames most nights. They have been playing uh, fairly well. I mean, it's they're not a team that goes on these up and down hot streak, or you know, they'll go streaking in a positive direction for a while. Things did look pretty bad in Nashville, but again, I think that they're one of those teams, just like the Flames, middle of the pack, wild card team that just that sits there, that just they know that they can make the playoffs if they just coast through the season, play middle of the ground. I guess UC Saros has been having, like, a really hard time. Um, I mean, I don't think he... He's just facing a higher average of shots, which is great because the Flames do that very well. They're not always pretty shots, but they're shots, and he still has to stop them. So... He's tired. The The defense, I guess, isn't really working at all. But, uh, you know, I think the Flames will have an easier path there than they would with Dallas. I am very interested to see how this goes. Mainly, again, because I these are two teams that are just in the middle of the pack that don't really know what they're doing. And if they don't have an identity, The Flames don't have an identity anymore. They had an identity for one season. They did great. And now it's gone. And same with the Preds. They don't have a really solid forward group at all. They don't. And I'm very interested. Take a shot every time I say I'm interested, to be honest. But I want to see how these two teams pair up against each other. I have a little bit of hope that it's, uh, you know, a high scoring, high energy game. Like, you know, when they met last time in Nashville, right before the playoffs, that was such a fun game, but you never know. And we will just have to see how this all pans out. And uh, maybe this week I will have a guest on for our Nashville preview. I guess I would technically be next week. So we'll see where that leads us. And hopefully you're all ready for some matinee hockey on Saturday. I'm so excited. Uh, Just sit on my couch with uh, snacks. Maybe order some takeout. Just Have a nice day watching hockey, the stars and the flames. No game seven anxiety. I will just be vibing. And I hope you do as well. And I hope you have a fantastic week. As always, this is Locked on Flames and I'm Jess Belmosto. Make sure you leave your um, ratings and reviews on Apple and you can rate us on Spotify as well. And until next time, bye-bye.